0: Today's show brought to you by 1885 Coffee, located in San Antonio, Texas. Good friend Jose Baker started this company about a year ago. Not only a coffee enthusiast, but a cyclist. And uh, if you visit his website, you can find out uh, all the meaning behind the 1885 brand. I had the privilege of helping him with the branding uh, back then when he started. And uh, I have to say this coffee is delicious. I use it on my coffee cart uh, for the bike shop here in Houston, Texas and so many people just come by because they're like man the aroma the smell that i'm getting from this coffee cart is amazing <laughs> jose prides himself on ethically sourced high quality green coffee and it's skill- skillfully developed roast profiles that tell the story of that coffee so uh, for more information visit 1885coffee.com you can also follow him on instagram and facebook You know you love some coffee. We all need a little bit more coffee in our lives. 1885coffee.com What? What? Hey, this is Hector Garcia coming to you. With the Something New Podcast, I'm here in Houston, Texas. I'm at the uh, New Creative Studios and the Bike Shop. That's B-Y-K-E. Coming to you today solo, uh, we're going to talk about co-branding, co-marketing with companies in the same industry. How about that? Like, that's possible. It's really possible to do that. Uh, I'm here solo today. Steve, my co-host, is uh, getting ready to go on vacation. And uh, Steve, if you're listening right now, please, please drink a lot while you're on vacation. Nobody likes you when you're sober, okay? (laughs) Alright, so thank you for tuning in. Again, this is something new. We're going to dive straight into this topic right now. Co-marketing, co-branding with companies in the same industry. It's very possible. Um, so think about this. Um, there is, there are people in the same industry that do this every day and they probably never really think about it, but, um, real estate agents. So if you think about it, real estate agents are their own bosses, their own company, you know, they, as an agent, you have to be under a broker. So, you know, a broker, for example, would be, like, uh, here in Houston, for example, would be like, um, well, I'm not going to throw out different brand names, but, uh, you know, as an agent, you have to have your um, license held by a broker. So there's all these different brands represented um, at these events where lots of realtors come together. And what's cool, if you look at this model, um, is that these people are all going after the same business. They're all looking for a potential home buyer or they're, or they're looking for someone who wants to sell their home and you know, it's, I, I want to use the words like it's a cutthroat industry, blah, blah, blah. But, um, there, it, there's so much business out there and, uh, I love how real estate agents and people in that industry are, can hang out together, even though they're competitors, they can hang out together, be friends, uh, do open houses together, um, do happy hours, go to trainings together to, you know, increase their their real estate agent skills and at the end of the day, still be friends. Um, so I'm an inactive agent and so I've been in the industry for several years. Um, so I've developed a lot of good relationships with people to this day that I'm still very close to um, through that industry and i just think it's cool that these people can work together and still be friends but all going after the same kind of business um so that's what i want to talk about is co-branding co-marketing teaming up together Um, another thing that i see a lot of agents do together is they'll come up with ideas on how to kind of co-brand and um you know they'll share each other's stuff on social media or like maybe an agent has a house listing Um, you'll see all their other agent friends come in and share the hell out of it like hey help Susie uh, with her new listing Uh, and then you know that's reciprocated and vice versa they're helping each other out so I just think that that's cool that's a really good model and a good example to go off of because I feel that That's something that a lot of businesses are afraid to do. They're afraid to team up with other brands that are in the same industry out of fear of losing business to the other person or this person is going to steal some business from me if I work too closely together with them. When actually it's probably the opposite. Two people in the same industry working together, you kind of – Enlarge your circle of influence and you can reach a lot more people together and increase your chances of more business for one another um, So actually I actually have a good example here and I want to give props to these, this, uh, this community um, Here in Houston and it's called the Houston Coffee Collective um, Coffee, The coffee game here in Houston has, a, has been on a surge, it's been increasing I would say within the past year, maybe more um, I remember going to New York back in 2010 for a wedding. And anytime I've traveled to New York, I always take my bike because that's the best way to get around the city. So if you're listening to this right now and you go to New York and you spend all that time walking the streets of New York and getting tired, that is not the way to travel around that city. Learn to be a good cyclist and get around town on a bike. You cover more area, you can get to from point A to point B faster, um, and not be so tired by the end of the day and have time to hang out and have good drinks at the end of the night. So uh anyway, I remember being in New York 2010, there's a cycling brand that's still around, it's called Rafa. And they had a, a very cool shop there in the city and 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 this was this this is eight years ago, you know. One, their product's cool. Two, their shop is just, it's, it's a cool, they're cool, nice layouts. And then three, they had a uh, cool coffee concept, like basically a full legit coffee bar inside the shop. And I remember visiting um, and going into the store and you had cyclists in there hanging out, having coffee, talking. Um, There was cycling videos on a big widescreen TV it was just a cool place to go hang out and, and then have some coffee, have pastries. I don't know what else they had in there. But it was a really cool concept. And this was eight years ago, and I'm just now seeing this kind of stuff going down here in Houston. So it takes a while for these trends to catch up to different parts of the country. Usually the South is kind of behind on stuff because the influences come from, you know, the East and West Coasts. And then those influences are coming from like Europe and Japan and so forth. So it takes time to catch up down, down south here. But it's definitely on a rise. And the Houston Coffee Collective is kind of a, um, a sign that, that it is on a rise because we didn't have this kind of community effort, you know, a few years ago. Um, so it's it 's cool what they 're doing, and I love one of their mottos and it 's uh bringing Houston coffee people together so this is what 's cool about this is that the people behind this collective are people who own coffee shops, baristas, roasters, coffee trainers, you know all people that you would think that uh are competing against one another for for coffee business in the city. They're coming together to push the one thing that they love, and that's coffee. And if you go to their website, htxcoffeecollective.com, there's job listings, there's events. I mean, you know, it's, it, they're promoting other people's coffee shops through this. Like, I'm, like right now, I'm on the, um, on the job listings page. There's at least 10 shops needing baristas full of part-time you got giant leap coffee looking for a part-time barista you got tea and victory they need a part-time barista golden bagels needs a full-time barista you got morningstar they need a part-time barista boomtown coffee which i believe is a very uh, is kind of behind this coffee collective they need a coffee wrangler full-time and there's other jobs so if you're a barista and you're listening to this and you need a job there's no reason you should be jobless. There's so many jobs here that, uh, that you, know, you probably qualify for. So check it out, Houston Coffee Collective. Thank you for what you're doing. You're setting a good example of how it should be in, in, di- in different industries. If we would just all come together like this. like this would, there's some, there's, Here's what they've done by coming together like that. They've expanded their reach. Every shop involved with these different deals uh, is expanding their reach. So, for example, being a part of this collective, let's say you're a coffee shop. And through this collective, you know, you're part of the network. You're like, hey, I want to host a coffee event at my shop. Or like, hey, I know that I see coffee collective that you guys are kind of behind some of the the coffee throwdowns uh, contests uh, in the city. I want to host one of those at my shop. And if you're part of this community, they're going to push your event. And that's just increasing the number of people coming through your shop who eventually, you know, maybe some of those people didn't even know you existed. And then they turn into customers and they start coming to your shop regularly and having coffee. It, this is just this is good. So um, this topic, I, I bring it up because I had an experience a few years ago that kind of has always stuck with me because I felt like it was um um it was kind of eye-opening, and at the same time, it was kind of sad that it happened. But, hold on, i got to take a drink of water. Um, <clears throat> so, for those of you that know me know that I, um, my life revolves around bikes and dogs. <laughs> uh, with my good friend, Cisco, we created a bike festival, for example, called the HTX Bike Fest. That festival, the whole purpose behind that was to bring... Shops, bike shops together and the bike community together and create a festival that revolved around the bicycle. We did that for about four years. Uh, We decided to take a break um, and we're kind of revisiting the idea of bringing that back at some point. Market Square Park was great as a host and, um, you know, so there's that. And then I do all these different dog festivals in the city and uh, we're actually taking that dog festival to Austin for the first time in October, October twentieth. You can look up uh, Dog Pop on all social media and see what we're doing. Um, so those of you those of you that know me know that that's kind of what my life revolves around: bikes and dogs, and then design and and entrepreneurship and stuff like that. Well, for years, I mean, as far back as like nineteen ninety eight, maybe um, I created a a. Uh, kind of a charity brand called the bike project and that's spelled b-y-k-e well that project the purpose of that was to go into low-income areas and provide free bike repair events and just connect to the community and help people that couldn't afford your just basic bike repairs um and you know a trailer was donated back then by a local company um i had huge tents uh bike repair stands bins full of tools and parts and we were doing a lot of stuff like you know there was a company that was paying us to come to louisiana to do these bike projects because they were like man this is an awesome way to give back to the community so there's that and then um that was part of a of a bike shop brand called the bike shop and that's byke of course um and so I've always done this stuff online. And, you know, several years ago, I was a, I became a retailer for a local, I mean, not local, but for a brand that was a single speed commuter brand. And I did all my sales online and uh, also used the website to sell apparel and stuff like that. And uh, a local shop here in the city didn't like it. They didn't like that I was doing that because they felt that, because I didn't have a physical shop in the city and I didn't have skin and the quote unquote skin in the game. Uh, They just didn't like that idea. And um, it was kind of sad because if um, because I love bikes so much and I love the community so much, even if I own my own bike shop, I will support other shops. I mean, that's just my thinking. I feel like that's how it should be. So I was a big supporter of this shop and I would always show up and spend my money there or show up and get quick repairs or i would send people there like if anyone's like hey i need a bike shop I'm like, man go here they'll take care of you and so it kind of sucked that that happened and that, that that person uh called me out on that um because i'm a big advocate of just shops working together you know houston's so big that there's plenty of business in this city for every industry and and for example if I use bike shops as an example there's uh, so many different cyclists and so many different breeds of people not every person's going to like a certain shop not every person's going to like a certain coffee shop for example and so you're going to go you're going to gravitate and eventually become a frequent customer to the places that you really connect with so you know there's no reason to hate on another brand because you feel threatened or something like that. I really feel like we need to just all figure out a way to work together. There's, it'll only benefit you as a brand if you find other similar or people if you find other people that you can connect with that are doing the same thing as you and figure out a way to work together and then push that that uh, industry together. It's only going to benefit you and again houston coffee collective they're a good example of um of a community of people doing that in their industry so um you know if you're listening to this and you're trying to figure out ways to promote your business or um you know maybe you in your heart you like you you feel like man i want to um i want to connect to the community more through my brand and my business and my industry then find another person in your industry who maybe feels the same way and start there. So again, I know I'm using coffee and bike shops and stuff like that as an example. Um, Here's a perfect, here's an example of how I'm even trying to do it um, as I'm still working to open up my physical shop Uh, because I actually spent some money last year to build out my space here at Summer Street Studios to be a physical bike shop, a brick and mortar. Um, I'm in a position right now where I need investment money now to move, go to step two. So if you're listening and you want to invest in a bike coffee concept, please contact me. I'd love to talk to you. Um, but even as I prepare and I make plans to, to, to do step two and open up the shop, I'm already trying to establish relationships with other bike shops so, like for example, today I ended up going into a shop that I know offers uh, bicycle fitting uh, for cyclists. You know, they'll co- they they have all this equipment and they'll um, they'll fit you for your bicycle and make all the adjustments on your bike so that you, it's perfect for you. Like, you know, you get the maximum out of that bicycle, and you know, it could it's simple things or not simple, but it's it's technical things such as. Having your seat height, a certain adjustment and, um, you know, the height of your stem and the, your positioning of your bars, all these little things, all these little factors make a big difference. So I already know that's something that I won't offer in-house here at my shop, and I'm going to be able to provide better customer service if I can refer them to another shop who actually provides that service. And so I want to connect with with someone who offers that and be it you know maybe make a little bit on top of it and just send people over there and now some of you are thinking oh but Hector, are you sure you want to do that like what if you send them over there and then they um they stop going to your bike shop for stuff and um you lose that business you know what i don't have time to worry about that my the way i think is that i can send someone over there to that shop and and let the customer know look look we don't offer this but we're going to refer you here they're going to take care of you. If both of us get consistent business back and forth because of that relationship, awesome. Right? So, that's just one example of how we can all work together. You know, if you're a realtor, team up with other realtors and figure out a way to um team up. You know, two people one two people are better than one many times. So if you're a realtor and you're trying to figure out how to expand your brand, just team up with another realtor. Even if they're with another brokerage, who cares? Host an event together, you're stronger together. And then maybe, you know, you guys will get a certain number of buyers and seller uh, referrals that come through your event and you'll split it somehow. You know, like, hey, you you take these uh, 10 potential buyers that signed up or gave us their email addresses and I'll take these and you can work together, guys. There's no reason why you can't. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, the topic is co-branding and co-marketing. And in the end, the purpose of this is to strengthen each of your brands, expand your reach, reach more people, push your industry. Um, Only good can come out from this. So uh, if you're listening, you have your own business, take this to heart. Uh, maybe in another podcast, I'll get a little bit more specific on, on maybe things that you can do, but if you have any questions or you need ideas, like I would love to hear from you, um, you know, you can go to dot com. That's N E U E, uh, creative.com. And I would love to hear your questions. Um, just, if you have an idea for an event or you have an idea on how to, um, expand your reach by teaming up with someone else just send me an email say hey Hector what do you think of this you think this is I would gladly Steve and I would gladly look at that and give you some ideas and if there's a way that we can work together then we'll work together you know what there's many times we get customers or potential clients that just have simple questions and we'll answer them we'll give them a little bit of advice and it may not be a paid uh service that we get out of them but if we could help out a little bit we'll do it so feel free to reach out to us that's newcreative.com n-e-u-e thank you for listening to this podcast you can um share this with your friends we appreciate you something new you can follow me at hector garcia htx on uh instagram and you can follow my co-host steve who's on vacation i think you can follow him at at common steve on instagram and on all other social media things all right thanks again for uh tuning in this is something new boom